And this is where the gut and the brain are connected. So you're feeling these feelings of unlove and insufficiency and loneliness. And um, you're feeling physically maybe this like tightening in your gut, in your stomach. Maybe these like butterflies are there. This like tension is there. That's like this physical manifestation of these emotions and thoughts right? Our bodies and our spirits and our minds are so interconnected here. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nourished and Thriving Show. I'm your host, Katie Lovett. I'm a registered dietitian on a mission to help you increase your impact and legacy on the world while healing your gut and reducing your IBS symptoms. I'm so grateful to have you here. Each week, I'll inspire you to live vibrantly, and provide valuable resources and information that empowers you to take bold action towards your health goals. Before we dive in, make sure you follow or subscribe to my show wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Ready? Let's go! Hey guys, I am really excited to talk about this episode. We have danced around the topic of mindset a little bit. Um... But I want to go into a little bit more today, you know, how mindset and gut health and overall health and how you're showing up are all connected to each other. So for those of you guys who don't know, I am a functional medicine dietitian. I'm a registered dietitian with advanced training in integrative and functional nutrition. And it's actually an advanced credential. And I also became a certified mindset coach. And this was because I found that people's thoughts were holding them back from achieving their goals. Um, first of all, we've talked about this, right? Like if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. I think it's called like why your goals are failing you, why you can't make progress, something like that. But talking through like the three reasons why you never make progress towards your goals. One of those is that's the wrong goal. <laughs> So you don't even know what you want, right? Like you got to know what you want before you can go after something. Um, But we tend to self-sabotage a lot too, right? Like, so even if you do set the right goal and it's a goal that you really are passionate about and care deeply about and are excited about, we tend to self-sabotage or fall off or, you know, we just call it, we don't have enough willpower, but there's a lot more at play here than willpower. And you guys know, I like asking why. So it's like, well, why don't you have the willpower? That's the real question. It's not just, oh, I need more. It's like, well, why are you lacking willpower? Um, and asking that question is really, you know, a big component. Uh, I, I would even say it's the key. Um, you guys know, I am very careful to say anything is the key, but if you're really struggling to follow through on taking actions that you want to take action on, this is going to be really, really important for you. So I am a certified mindset coach. I integrate this into my signature gut rehab program. And it's the very first thing we do, because if your mind isn't right, it doesn't matter what all we do. If you're not following through with the actions, if you're not excited about, if we don't really know where we're going or what we're trying to achieve or why your results just are not going to be as good. So it's really important. But I wanted to talk specifically today about something I teach on in gut rehab and why it is that your thoughts impact your gut health. Um, 
physically and like figuratively speaking. So um, we're going to talk through kind of how the subconscious mind works, how we decide what we're going to do, how we decide what beliefs we're going to hold. And this is all happening at a really subconscious level. Like most of the time, you're probably not thinking, I'm going to choose to believe this to be true about the world that I'm living in today. No, it just kind of happens, right? Um, through our own lived experiences and shared experiences from others, um, we develop these um, perceptions and beliefs about the world around us. So we're going to talk through kind of how that happens automatically and how we can really take that process and use it to our advantage whenever we're trying to achieve goals. So if you're into biohacking, this is kind of a way to biohack your goals <laughs> and, and make it work harder or work smarter, not harder um, to help achieve your goals. So um, let's see. So there's this model called Stepdar. Some of you guys may have heard of it. There's another one that's similar called CTFAR, and it's taught by like the life, life Coach School, I think. I like the Step Darwin a little better because it's easier to say, and it has something in it that the other one doesn't have that I think is, is really critical. Um, so we're going to go through Step Dar. I talked through this, like I said, in my gut rehab program, um, but it's an acronym, and it stands for Situation, Thought, Emotion, um, Belief decision, action, and result. And we're going to kind of pick through those and walk through an example and tie it into gut health so that you can start to see how this cascade impacts how you're living your life every single day. And if you've never gone through this before, it is going to blow your mind. <laughs> So um, let's get going. Before I do that, it would mean so much to me. If you've been listening to my show, go give me a five-star rating, write a couple sentences about why you love my show. It would mean so much. It helps me get my message out into the world more and just really, really helps me out. So really appreciate it. Pause this, go do that. Okay. Now you're back. Um, so, so let's get into this. So step so situation, thought, emotion, belief, decision, action, result. We're going to walk through it with an example, because I think it's easiest. I always think it's easiest to explain through examples and metaphors. And if you hire me as your coach, you're going to get a lot of that too. I just think it helps it make it easier to apply these concepts that can feel a little bit difficult and challenging to grasp. And science and biology tends to be kind of like that anyway. So there's this situation. I'm a mom of three young kids. So I was actually talking with a client earlier this week about this. And um, it was a really powerful moment for me too, as I was kind of seeing this cascade through for her. Um, and we're even going to talk spiritual a little bit. You guys know I'm a Christian. If you're not, that's okay. Um, you know, but I'm just coming at it from that perspective. So I wanted to give you guys that heads up too. So if you are, you're going to like have this huge light bulb moment at the end of it too. Um, so there's this situation. Okay. So say you are going to your to the park with your kids and you text this friend who's kind of like an acquaintance friend, like not one of your besties and your close circle of friends, but you know, someone, you know, like, okay, like you've hung out before you kind of in the same group, you text her to see if she wants to meet you at the park to play with your kids. And she doesn't respond. 
Okay. So you might find yourself thinking things like, I knew she didn't like me. I was right. Um, I'm not good enough for her anyway. Like she's, you know, more put together than I am or organized or more popular because we're still high schoolers on some level. Right. Or, um, uh, you know, you start thinking these kind of like negative thoughts about yourself, um, in relation to this friend, because she didn't text you back. Um, and then, you know, so you're thinking these thoughts of I'm not good enough. Um, she doesn't like me. I'm not a good friend. Um, and then you're feeling these feelings, right? Like what feelings come out as I'm saying those words, um, you're feeling maybe alone, isolated, unlovable, um, you know, maybe other feelings. Like if you're feeling other feelings as I'm walking through this and you're walking through it with me, let me know. I'd love to hear kind of other thoughts and feelings that you may feel in a situation similar to this. As you're feeling those feelings, you're feeling in a different way too. And this is where the gut and the brain are connected. So you're feeling these feelings of unlove and insufficiency and loneliness. And, um, you're feeling physically, maybe this like tightening in your gut, in your stomach, maybe these like butterflies are there. This like tension is there. That's like this physical manifestation of these emotions and thoughts, right? Our bodies and our spirits and our minds are so interconnected here. And so it's really key. And so we're going to continue to walk through this and um, from a mind perspective, and then we're going to circle back to the gut. So kind of put the gut on the back burner for a minute. So you're feeling these feelings emotionally, and then you start to have these beliefs about yourself. So beliefs are these thoughts and emotions that kind of become concreted in, and they, they're things that you believe to be true about yourself. I am not a good friend. I am not good enough. Um, I'm not fun. I'm not, you know, capable of having good relationships with friends, like whatever those beliefs might be, you start to make them a part of your identity, who you are. And then you make a decision based on those beliefs about the world and about yourself and your identity. And those decisions are, I am not going to text her again because she didn't respond. I may not text anyone in that group again, because if she doesn't like me, nobody in that group likes me either. Um, you're going to decide to not go to the park with your kids anymore. Um, because you don't want to be seen in public, you know, by this group and happen to run into each other and you weren't invited and you feel left out. So you're making like these like ultimatum decisions based on this belief. And then you're going to take action towards that decision, right? So you don't text somebody the next time you want to go to the park. You don't go to the park as often, maybe. Um, you feel awkward, you know, whenever you see that person the next time in public um, and you may decide like not to go say hi to them. Um, so you're taking action towards those decisions. And then what is the result there? Um, then the result is that you're isolated. You don't have friends. You aren't, you know, a good friend to other people. Like, do you see how you just created your reality through that mental cascade? And friends, do you know who wants you to be isolated and feeling unlovable and unloved and not good enough and powerless? Yeah. 
Satan, he wants you to feel all of those things. Those things are not from God. Those things are from Satan. And he just totally took your thoughts and took your fears and ran away with it. And you allowed him to. So we have to take our thoughts captive. The Bible talks about this. Jenny Allen has a really great book and Bible study on it that I did last year um, with a home group. So if this is something that you're wanting to explore more from a Christian perspective, I definitely recommend that book. It's a, it's a really great one. Um, but from like a gut perspective, right? So like, let's pick up the gut health again. Um, we are feeling all of these feelings and um, like physical feelings of pain and discomfort. And that creates a whole different stebdar cascade um, because then the situation is that we don't feel physically good, right? And then we have thoughts of, I don't feel good. I'm never going to feel good. And then we have more emotions of fear and frustration. And then we have these solidified beliefs. So do you see how like everything is this feedback loop and our perceptions and beliefs about the world are built on each other. And so some of this stuff can be very, very deeply rooted and, um, Scientifically speaking, it's thought that we make a lot of our perceptions and beliefs about how the world works before we're the age of seven. That's when we're like the most impressionable because we're just little sponges, right? Soaking up the world, everything that happens around us, trying to figure out how everything works and how the world fits together and how we fit together inside of this world. And so some of the things that founded your perceptions and beliefs um, are, are from, you don't even remember when, you know, it's so deep in your subconscious and you were so young whenever it happened, um, you know, good or bad, right. Um, that, that it's just happened a really long time ago. So some of these beliefs you've been carrying for a very long time and they're very, very deep within you. And you may not even be able to identify that those are the beliefs that you have, um, because they are so deeply a part of your identity. And that was actually something that I really struggled with whenever I first started going down this road of mindset and beliefs and my thoughts um, was even recognizing like, well, what isn't the truth? Like, what am I holding on to that is just a perception or belief um, that I adopted whenever I was a young child that isn't necessarily true. So it can really take some introspection, some prayer, um, asking God to reveal those beliefs to you. Some journaling can be really helpful and just consistent seeking. And you'll start to see those, you know, um, so let's kind of talk through, what to do with this information, right? Um, so I just threw a lot at you. Um, and it can be any situation. So when it might, uh, Julie, who I got certified as a mindset coach for an example, she would use a lot is like your husband or your spouse. So husband, you know, walks into the room and sits on the couch. Like that's the situation. And it's just a neutral situation. But your thoughts could be really negative around it. Oh, he's so lazy. He always just sits on the couch. I'm up here doing all of this stuff. He doesn't even care about me because he obviously could see that I'm in here doing all these chores and he's just sitting on the couch doing nothing, um, you know, and then your emotions again, are like those feelings of not being loved and, um, you know, not being good enough. And then you, that further solidifies those beliefs, um, 
about those things. And then maybe you decide that you're not going to talk to your husband that night. You're going to give him the cold shoulder. You're going to be passive aggressive or make a snarky comment. Um, and then you take action and follow through on that. Well, what is the result? Is your marriage going to be better because of the way that you responded? No. Then maybe your husband starts having these negative, you know, thoughts and cascades. And now you can see why the divorce rate is so high um, because of these thoughts that were created when really, if we remove the emotion and the thoughts and the inner narrative about this, like we just created two different situations where that narrative that we made was all about us. It's all centered on you, who you are, who you aren't, who is loving you or isn't loving you or liking you or isn't liking you. Um, versus what if we flip that and look outward at that other person? Let's go back to that mama who never texted you back. Maybe she just got in a horrible fight with her husband. Maybe she has three sick kids home and is just drowning. And maybe that was an opportunity for you to reach out to her and love on her and, um, you know, share some sunshine with her that day. And instead you made it all about you and, um, you know, created this inner narrative about that. And I'm guilty of this too. You guys, I am not judging anyone here. <laughs> Um, because we all are, are guilty of this, right? We're all so selfish. Um, with your husband, maybe he had a really stressful day at work. Maybe he's a manager and had to let go of, you know, lay, lay off some employees or fire somebody, or, you know, maybe he's just exhausted and run down too and needs some love also. And I'm not saying we don't have needs either because we do, but I'm just saying whenever you're noticing these thoughts and these emotions, I'm so like, if you're watching my YouTube show here, like you can see I'm tearing up, <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. I'm just so passionate about it because it's so heartbreaking that we are creating these narratives that are so destructive and we're allowing Satan to come in and just cause so much disruption and destruction in our lives. When we have the opposite opportunity to go love on people and create bonds and build up relationships and show love to others. Uh, if we can only recognize this pattern, but so many times we can't even see it. And so that's what I'm asking you to do today is notice how you're feeling and notice the thoughts that you're thinking and ask yourself, is it true? Or is that my perception of the truth? And start to pick it apart, start to notice like, well, what was the situation that caused that thought? Do not judge yourself, right? We all live in a very broken, very hard world and we are trying to survive. <laughs> um, but, you know, start picking it apart a little bit. Well, what was the situation and was it, you know, how can I look at it in a completely neutral way? Um, and what are some other, you know, interpretations and perceptions of that situation that I can look at or consider to be true as well? And how can I start to flip this narrative and start to love on people instead of living in fear of my unworthiness or my unlikability or people don't love me? Um, and I bet you'll start to feel a lot better physically too, right? You're going to have so much more peace and joy by, um, having this, you know, perspective as well. Um, so that's all I have for you guys today. Um, this is, like I said, it's, it's not something that you can just 
master overnight. It is a journey and it's a process. And if this is a completely new concept to you, listen to this episode a couple of times. I used to get annoyed because um, I had a former coach say that to everything. And I'm like, I can't listen to everything multiple times. I don't have time for that. But this is truly an episode that I think would really be beneficial. If this is a new concept to you, listen to it again, because it's a little bit out there and new and different and just start you know, exploring your thoughts and emotions and see what's driving them and see how you can start making some shifts and see how it can feel better. If you feel like you need some help identifying the situations and the thoughts and emotions and weeding through all of it and figuring out what beliefs you're holding about the world, this is a part of my gut rehab program. I'd love to talk with you about, you know, becoming a part of it, seeing what we can do to help change your world, transform your life and transform the lives of those around you. So hope you guys have an awesome day and we will talk next time. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. I hope you are feeling inspired and empowered to take bold action towards your health goals. If you enjoy what you heard, don't forget to follow my show so you never miss a new episode. And it would mean the world to me if you left me a review so others knew what to expect from my show. Last, get in touch. Let me know what bold action you're taking. Let me know how you're inspired. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore healthy gut underscore dietitian. I've put a link in my show notes for you so you can simply click and follow. Come say hi. I respond to all my messages and I can't wait to get in touch.